Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Gastology. This is Gastology, the podcast where we listen to podcasts and then review podcasts. Have you turned into William Shatner today? I, I may have <laughs> turned into William Shatner. <laughs> the uh, podcast where we <laughs> listen to podcasts and recommend them to you. Did you ever play the fun <laughs> William Shatner game? It was a theatre game that was going around for a while. Yeah, where you just have to overact as soon as someone yells Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or just start narrating whatever you're doing. Uh, or fall over dramatically. I am one of your castologists, Saint C. Weber, here with... Liz Best. And... Nick Bleeker. And we have a theme week for you this week because things are weird in the world. So weird. 2020 was a year and 2021 started off strong. It's like time doesn't value the chronology of it being a new year <laughs> and world events haven't just gone, oh, okay, it's a new year, we'll fuck off now. Goodbye, coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing a week of escapism podcast for you. Uh, so we've all maybe interpreted that a slightly differently, <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're mm. doing this week. So... Mm. <clears throat> Is there anything you would like to get off your chest before we dive into the podcasts? Sort of. Um, with this theme, when I came up with it, I didn't realise that I'd already recommended every single one of my escapism <laughs> podcasts. So I just wanted to quickly um, give a name check to the podcast that I normally escape to when shit's bad and my heart hurts, um, just to help. So um, I like uh, r slash because it's just listening to Reddit stories. Um, of course, my perennial escapism is a thrilling adventure hour. That's a, that one, anytime, we had to mention that one. Anytime I'm sad, I go back and listen to episodes of either Beyond Belief or Sparks Nevada, and it just makes me happy. And it also really made me happy that they uh, released their uh, quarantine episodes that they did to the masses. So if you want to hear them doing a live episode over the internet, <laughs> tis joyous. Um, Amelia Project is another one that I escape to frequently. Um, but yeah, like, I, and I, I called to tell you a joke is another nice, nice. little escapism. Because the thing is, like, there are two types of escapism for me. Sometimes it's getting lost in a story, any story, and sometimes it's something that makes my heart happy. There's, and I think yeah, they're very yeah. two distinct. Um, and I've tried to find a podcast that is both this week. I swapped one out so, to make sure so that it wasn't like a... Because I, I did have a really good story podcast, but it's from the same network that Nick's recommendation is. So <laughs> I changed it to a later week. And also I just thought when I think escapism, yes, it's getting lost in a story, but it has to be something that also brings levity to my life at the moment. So that's what I've done yeah, with my changing. That's good. That's me getting that off my chest. Is there any escapist podcast that we've already recommended that you wanted to mention? Uh, look, I used to, I was going to say fake doctors real friends but that went off a cliff pretty hard unfortunately so i don't really escape to it my one at the moment is i've actually been re-listening to um 
uh, Wind of Change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just because yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... Re- I, mainly because when I listened to it, I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. And I could just listen to it over and over again. I actually get really excited when Dead Eyes comes back up as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> that that's, yeah. now that that's in a new season. <laughs> and and also um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the podcast, and The Good Place, the podcast, because it's it's the emotional equivalent of doing a TV series re- rewatch. Yeah, me. pretty much. And you've yeah. got like the best insights to those yeah. as well, which is yeah. great. So. See? Any um, ones we've already mentioned that you want to tip your hat to? I mean, I Thrilling Adventure Hour is, is the one thing that will always cheer me up. Beyond Belief yep. will always cheer me up. Yeah. I do like the dollop as well, but usually the older episodes about where they were kind of like less obscure things and they kind of making jokes that oh, they know. Dumb things People about. Town. Dumb People <laughs> Town. That's another good escapist podcast for me. Just listening to <laughs> this is why I like R Slash. It's just dumb shit people do that you can laugh at. But I, I, I very regularly listen to a lot of fiction podcasts and that's usually my escapism. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same, but the fiction podcast I recommended was a bit doom and gloomy, so I've moved it. Well, yeah, so this, yeah, this is an audio fiction. It is an audio drama. This is, uh, I guess, spoken performances of oh, stories. Sweet. Yeah. So you, you, I've, I've recommended stuff like that, like Starship Sofa and, yeah, um, uh, yeah the Drabblecast and things like that. Um, so those are the things I go back to. I try not to I – don't, I don't have to go back to them because they keep releasing weekly podcasts. So Lovely. Let's talk about escape. Mm-hmm. And speaking of audio drama, let's start with Liz. Okay, so um, I've only recently discovered this podcast and I find it rather charming and it reminded me a lot of why I like Amelia Project because it's very European-y, British-y, funny. Um, so it's called Wooden Overcoats. And uh, I'm just going to read the, the little blurb on it because I can't really explain it well. So Rudyard Fun runs a funeral home on the island of Piffling. It used to be the only one. It isn't anymore. So Rudyard, uh, Rudyard Fun and his equally miserable sister Antigone run their family's failing funeral parlour where they get the body in the coffin in the ground on time. And then one day they find everyone enjoying themselves at the funerals of a new competitor, the impossibly perfect Eric Chapman. With their dog's body Georgie and a mouse called Madeline, the Funns are taking drastic steps to stay in business. So it's just like a it's a it's a quaint story about this hot shot funeral director in town that's taking all of the funerals away from, you know, and their name is Fun and the new guy's slogan is he puts the fun in funeral. So it's just it's a <clears throat> it's a charming storytelling. Now I'm gonna also say it's the British Podcast Award winner. Um it's been on the best of iTunes lists and they're on their fifth season. So Wooden Overcoats is pretty well known yes mm. yeah uh, yes. i i've i've actually listened to this a long time ago um so i look forward to letting you know my thoughts on it next week but can you imagine naming your child antigone no <laughs> having two <laughs> children rudyard 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 like i can i can imagine a world in which i would name a child rudyard no not a, not not a don't. very not a very strong possibility but you know it's it's a strong name antigone just like that's going to be a miserable child. Yes. Yeah, the child's getting bullied. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like just anti for short. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is a podcast that I've heard about, heard lots of good things about, and people have told me that it's 
dark light hearted. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and I have a feeling it's going to be on my list for a while. Good. Uh, Nick? Uh, mine is a Q-Code podcast. Surprise, surprise. Uh, when I go to escape, for me, I tend to gravitate heavily to science fiction, and I think that's because it's literally getting the fuck off planet Earth. Mm. Well, leaving depend, the present. Depending. Yeah. Going somewhere yeah. else. And so, surmising <laughs> situations that aren't whatever the fuck is going on yeah, in the exactly. world right now. I tend to, weirdly enough, I tend to gravitate towards Star Wars, um, especially for my escapism. So uh, my podcast recommendation is a QCO podcast called From Now. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to read the blurb because the blurb's very good, and it does a much better job than I would. So it says, A famed lost spaceship, the USS Hope, returns to Earth after vanishing 35 years prior. The lone survivor disembarks mysteriously, looking the same age as when he left. Following the ensuing media chaos, he finally reunites with his formerly identical twin brother, now an old man, for a one-on-one meeting. But what starts as a joyful reconciliation soon leads to dark revelations that threaten their relationship and the future of humanity. I love Q-Code. Oh, I, I, just, good. I love them. Um, if Amazon buys them, I'll have to hate them. Like, that's literally the thought that was in my head. I'm like, oh, how Fuck. long is it before Liz loses this one? Uh, um, please, just anybody but Amazon buy them. I, I can imagine Netflix buying them, actually. I, yeah. That'd be good. Well, Amazon is already making one of their shows, mm-hmm. so... Yep. I feel like they're on the Q-Code train. <laughs> Look, there are so many good things that Amazon does creatively, just not humanitarily. But they're dogs. You know? <laughs> no, they're dogs. Um, this one has uh, Richard Madden and Brian Cox oh, as the... Uh, both of those are uh, good people. Uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, does it follow now. the same thread that most Q-Codes do that uh, their lead actor is also producer on the series? Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So it's all out? It's... it's no, it's. Nope. I, th- I think by time of airing, it should it be. It should all be. Out yeah, yeah. With, so with their format of releasing one a week and usually yeah. having about ten episodes. So. Yeah. So it, it should be mostly, if not all, out by the time this episode airs. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, audio fiction, schmaudio fiction. <laughs> okay. Um, I I went for. Sounds like stone clearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's an escapist. You're getting away from your house. You're hanging out with your dog. You're having some fun geology time. Get out. No, I, ha- I actually have gone for a history slash science slash geography podcast called Extremities. Um, <laughs> now, this is a very Zane escapism mm, podcast. It is, but basically, it's not. It's not like a heavy science. This is how and why people live in like very extreme locations on the on the globe mm-hmm. so okay so it has they've gone they, there's three seasons it's not currently releasing anymore it the last episode was literally like the beginning of 2020 um so they did Pitcan, they did Svalbard and they did St Helena and they did basically did the story of like why people went there to start with so the history um why it's so hard to live there and how people cope to live there and it's basically just to focus in on these lo- interesting locations and the people that live there and how the society how society has forced people to live there and why they're doing it there so i just found it really interesting to like go and exist in these places that aren't here in australia where Mm. we cannot leave at the moment 
That no. podcast art is fucking incredible. Wait, I need to look it up now. So it's actually Sorry. produced by Wendover Produ- Productions, which is a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Um, specifically, they produce like educational videos, uh, like uh, how Hong Kong changed countries and Ooh, how overnight nice. shipping works and, yeah. and things like that. So this is the the only podcast of theirs that I could find, um, and and it's no longer being in production. So I don't know whether it's going to come back, but there are there are three seasons there that you can enjoy um and it is any particular episodes that you would recommend i really like the svalbard seasons um because i want to live in the arctic (laughs) uh but but yeah i if you if you like non-fiction podcasts this is a great escapism uh one of those yeah so yeah okay well that those are our escapist podcasts let's go back and review the podcast we recommended last week with uh with no theme so first off, let's let's start with my podcast, the podcast that I recommended, which is called Something Rhymes with Purple, which was of course uh, recommended to us by our very f- good friend and listener Eric Wilson. What's <clears throat> up, Eric? Um, now I am just going to assume that you both found uh, his accent just as charming as I did. Yes, I have. I have literally one sentence in my notes for this, um, and that's well. This is very British, isn't it? <laughs> it's as British as a cup of tea and a scone with jam and cream. Um, like it's just. I, I really enjoyed it. It's it's incredibly charming. Um, I love word nerd stuff anyway, but when you add word nerd stuff with a delightful accent and two people who actually have a really their rapport is cute. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's really yeah. sweet. Definitely um, avuncular, like un- uncle and niece. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I listened to a couple of episodes, but I really liked the Sinister Yes. Yep. Um, and I also listened to the Dickens one uh, uh, about all of the different turns of phrases and mm-hmm. words that Dickens actually coined. And I always... Uh, this always strikes me as very interesting because I, as an editor, am very like, the language is the language and stop trying to change it. Um, Whereas it's actually an evolving thing and it makes me... Like, as an author, I would never come up with words because I'm also an editor and I would just stick with the words that exist. But I love it when people come up with words and then they're added into the lexicon. But as an author, you could definitely come up with a turn of phrase. Turns of phrases? Absolutely. But, like, actual words... Um, I, I have such a, a tug of war with myself because I'm like, get it right and also that's classist and also <laughs> like the imagination that comes from making up words that have a good onomatopoeic relationship with what the actual thing is. Yeah. We're talking about like a lot of the names of Dickens' characters, like con- like being very onomatopoeic in terms of creating images. It was a really fascinating episode and yeah, it's just it's bloody adorable. It's just charming, it's just right? bloody adorable. Yeah. yeah. It's not uh, for Nick. <laughs> I don't think I've come across a show that has made me feel as stupid as this show did. <laughs> really? I brought you some pretty hard science podcasts. Uh, this is up there. Okay. And I think Is this because they were talking chattily as if it was really easy to understand and you were like, Oh, why am I not understanding it, this? Honestly, it's don't take this the wrong way. When you when you two talk about theatre and I'm here. You glass I'm like, over. <laughs> I know uh, I have heard of Hamilton and I've heard of... Uh, Cats. Uh, yeah, because that bombed. Um, but there's something so inherently charming about the two of them that I was like, oh, 
<laughs> just honestly could have you two on in the background. Susie Dent, actually, she is the dictionary lady on uh, 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. Yeah. And they roast her on that show. And I feel so bad for her. But I, I'm constantly in awe of her work on that show because she can pick it so quickly like the biggest word out of what is it uh, out of the eight letters yeah, I think they go eight, yeah. I think, yeah. out of eight letters she can pick the biggest word straight up doesn't need f- well she's got a dictionary but she's like hm, I don't need that fuck off I love that I'm so in awe of people like that yeah I know but whereas the other host I can't his name escapes me Giles uh, Brandreth yeah. Giles, Giles that's right Giles British Brandreth. British pants um, <laughs> he has a lovely um, storytelling way of getting around to what he's saying so yeah. he'll tell you a little story about exactly the thing he wants to tell you about and they're two different styles of being like the word nerd versus the expert who kind of meanders there are really nice together. Yeah, and I think for me, this show did... It's not... It's I, Sorry, I say it makes me feel stupid, but it's not a bad thing that it's made me feel that stupid. Like, I was very charmed by both of them, but mm-hmm. I was like, fuck me, this is too much for my little <laughs> pea brain. Uh, but you guys are really nice to listen to. And Giles Brandreth, like, there was a really interesting little anecdote that he had, I think, I think it was in the Whitehall 1212 episode about... Shaving and it's like shaving his body hair because he rides a bike. And I was oh. like, that's such an interesting little story. And I think that's where I kind of putting all like the etymology stuff aside. Mm. I listening to their little anecdotes about themselves, I found mm. incredibly interesting. The in the Dickens episode, he talks about he, he tells this really big roundabout story that involves theatre and a production of Antigone, um, to explain why every time he hears the expression butterfingers, he thinks butter stumps. Like, it's just, and you have to listen to the episode to actually understand. It's basically like a really terrible faux pas on stage that means that it changes the entire end of the show as to why someone called someone Butterstumps. But it's the fact that he thought Butterstumps and then instead of just thinking it to himself, he decided to tell us the entire (laughs) winding story of how he got there. It's very cute. Yeah, yeah, not for me, but I honestly... You'd have them around for tea. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think they they would be a great conversation because I'd let them converse and I'd just sit there and be like, nice. <laughs> You'd just be I... doing your housework listening <laughs> to their accents. I am smarter by association. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Excellent. Well, good, because I, I, I was... I was I was pretty pretty happy with that one. So thank you very much. Thanks, again, Eric. Eric. Thanks, Eric. <clears throat> Let's talk Liz's podcast. You're dead to me. <laughs> uh, BBC podcast uh, with Greg Jenner, who is the chief nerd of horrible histories. He gets a comedian and an expert on to talk about things in history, and then quizzes the comedian about what they learn. What do we think? A phenomenal show. Out of all the history shows I've had to listen to, this one's probably number one. Well, it's billed as the history podcast of people who don't like history. Well, I, the thing is... Or Zane's didn't right. learn about it in school. Well, Zane's laughing like, so hard he's had to pull away from the microphone. Zane's crying at the moment. He can't breathe. Um, <laughs> I'll let you gather yourself, Zane. Um, for me, this... It's accessible, yeah, and I think that's the, the most important part of it. And I think that it's accessible for someone like me who's very stupid. Um, Stop being down on yourself. No, you're not it's, stupid. It's you're fun just to not roast knowledge yourself. seeking? Question mark. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the all right, you're a dumbass from now on. You've called me that heaps of times. That's true. Hurts not anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it hurts not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I get that you didn't like the word podcast. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um. 
the so I listened to the Egyptian pyramids and the Aztecs episodes because I I have like some working knowledge of the pyramids exist and the Aztecs exist and that Mel Gibson <laughs> did a movie about them. I've heard of those words, therefore um, I know about it. And I think in terms of how it's it's delivered, it's super light. It's super easy to listen to. I learned a lot. The Aztecs they they managed they always managed to sort of go off on a bit of a tangent and then reel it back in. And for me, I was just like, okay, I am following these sort of little bits and pieces of history as to why like the Aztecs were so brutal or think like misinterpreted things about the Aztecs or about the Egyptians and how they built the pyramids and mm. how I didn't really know this, but how smart and how on point that the Egyptians were with math when it came to building the pyramids. Um, this is an awesome show. I'm keeping it on my list um, yes, and I'm going to be going through. There's one thing though. There's a radio edit and there's a normal episode. What are the differences? Swear words. Cool. Yep, because it's a BBC podcast, right? Yes. Cool. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, this is a, a very great podcast. Um, it's a wonderful podcast. For plebs who don't know about history. <laughs> I wasn't going to put it that way. It's very, it, like, Nick, it's it was very accessible. And, and it, but it's like, this is very much kind of like... For people who don't want to learn about history, like maybe kids or like this is like dinner party trivia history, um, which is totally fine. But it, it's kind of like I feel like it's a comedian's version of a Cliff's Notes. Yeah, absolutely. Of kind of like drunk history, yeah. but not drunk. Or like horrible histories, the TV show of which Greg Jenner is involved. <laughs> yeah, but that's specifically made for kids, yeah, whereas this true. isn't but feels... It, it, it's one step away from that, yeah. Um, which is not a bad thing. I just wanted to like be clear, like this isn't like it's hard a stuff history. you should have learned in history class, yeah. but yeah. didn't kind of thing. Um, even to the point that like he they start the episode with like, let me guess what you already think you know about this, and, and then go into that. Whereas like I, this, it, it very much reminded me of QI. Whereas, like, like I already know everything about history. Therefore. No, 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 absolutely <laughs> not. Like I listened to the history of chocolate. I listened to Victorian Christmas, and I didn't know a lot of the things that they brought up there like uh, this is not me going like oh I'm so much smarter than this podcast it's just like I, f I, <laughs> I felt like this podcast didn't go far enough like they told me one bit and then I wanted them to go okay let's follow that trail a bit further no, no. and they're like no no this is the one piece of trivia that you get and we're moving on to the next piece of trivia um, it's so like Dan Carlin like <laughs> Yeah, let's make this Dan Carlin. <laughs> I'll, I, I would like a four-hour episode on the Victorian Christmas, hey, please. Hey, if there's a if there is a person who is a comedian on there, then yeah, I would be all for look, absolutely. That. Um, but yeah, so that that's just that's all I wanted to say. And it, like, as soon as Nick said, like, this might be my favorite history podcast ever. That's why I started laughing because I was like, oh no, oh, you're going to call Nick dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he called himself dumb. <clears throat> it hurts him not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See? It hurts him not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is very enjoyable. Like, I could definitely see this being turned into, like, a QI quiz. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even being presented in that way um, would, would probably make it more accessible I feel accessible like I me. want yeah. that, and then I also want elements of would I lie to you, and then there'd yes. be a panel of yeah. the guessing. Yes. BBC, contact <laughs> me. It's my property. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so it's 
it's a super fun podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially if you if you if you're just after kind of like a quick burst of fun history. Yeah, I, I mean, like that, my history fun. I like watching yeah. horrible histories, and it is aimed towards children. Mm. Like it is, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun show. And look, it's just fun saying you're dead to me. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> you seem to enjoy it. Yeah. So you're yes. dead to me, everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna put together like uh, all of the podcast titles that I've picked that are insults or statements at some point, and be like. God, what does this say about me? A lot, everybody, a lot. All right, and let's go to the final one that we recommended last week, which was Nick's Sway. Sway, a podcast hosted by Kara Swisher, um, who was a, or is, sorry, I shouldn't say that, who is a journalist for the New York Times, um, who worked for the Washington Post and Recode. She is a feared tech journalist who interviews people about politics, Hollywood, technology. What so she's, all, she's called the most feared and most well-liked journalist. journalist in Silicon Valley? Yes, Yeah. correct. My first note is, fucking hell, aren't these interviews a bit spicy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I listened to the Parler one first, and this was before Amazon kicked them off their (laughs) platform. So this is the – I listened to it before that happened, and he recorded it, like, um, after the insurrection, but before everybody Mm. deserted his company. Um, Fuck, that's a good interview. That is such a good interview. And she pushes back – beautifully like he he makes a comment at one point saying you know at one point um even the new york times wrote something about um called you know in defense of looting and she's like no that's false that didn't happen he's like well i don't know the specifics and she's like no 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 there's none of this we don't know the specifics don't bring something that is a lie do not bring something that is a lie to my podcast um but like she even she interviewed the ceo of warner media who's a mate of hers and she still went for him like she, she is a little a fucking pitbull of an interviewer she just and then at the end he was just like you know like wow that's that's not as hard as I was expecting but also harder than I was expecting you were going to go like um she she gets she's the type of interviewer I wish I were Mm. um and I just I love the pushback and I love that people don't get the shits with the pushback. Somehow she's able to charm them into, like, she'll push back and she'll be quite fucking rude about it and by the end they're still happy with her. I don't know how she does it. It's, yeah. I mean, they have to know that it's coming, right? Well, they have to. But I think that's the expectation with her because I found out about Kara Swisher on the Bill Simmons podcast because he had her on to talk about, like, tech shit. Yeah. And she did not fuck around in that. No, she is not. To coin a very Australian saying she is not here to fuck spiders. No, she like, ain't. She at ain't all. at all. And, and on that, in the episode that she did with Bill, she, I was like, who, who are you? Like, Jesus Christ. Because mm. Bill, he's a, an incredibly good interviewer. Like, he's seasoned. He's done it for, you know, decades. But this one, he could not handle her at all because she was basically rebuting or saying shit that she probably shouldn't be saying yeah. and this other stuff. And I think it was just the fact that that's the reputation that she has and that people are going into it and agreeing to it. So yeah. that's yeah. the expectation that they're going to get flogged or they're going to get torched or whatever so yeah um yeah like this is i would love this to be the standard whenever whenever anyone's talking to a journalist i would like this to be the outcome it, um it, she reminded me of like a female version of jonathan swan with his oh, yes. Trump <laughs> interview yes. yes yeah um like the yeah, this is this is a great interviewer and and the the people that she interviews is so interesting i listened first to the astrology one um which was super great and super interesting to see cuz she's the per- 
person that she interviewed is like a famous astrologer and it does like real astrology in inverted commas. Um, so basically calling out lesser astrologers for like the bad practices and whatever. But yes, this is a great... I would like, please, more. Um, this was once gold standard of... Like, journalism yeah. is the fifth estate, right? Like, yeah. we've always... I say we've. I'm not a journalist anymore. <laughs> journalism has always been... Like, they're meant to be the gatekeepers to knowledge, right? And when advertising muckied the waters, mm. it meant that people don't do this anymore because they don't want to offend someone and they pussyfoot around so they can keep getting free shit because nobody puts the salaries of journalists up ever so it's just this horrible like when you have to be nice to potential advertisers it means you can't do what she's doing which should be the gold standard of journalism it definitely like listening to some of her interviews like i i haven't listened to the frost nixon thing but i have watched the movie and like that's definitely the vibe that i got yeah it's like yeah some of them are very intelligent but like she doesn't let them she doesn't let them weasel no like, they have to come with facts and truth or otherwise and even she's when someone tries to avoid a question yeah. she'll go at it six different ways yeah. <laughs> like until she gets them to say i am not going there with you car and yeah. she's like all right i had to try <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah very very Spicy. good podcast. Yeah, uh, this is an easy subscribe from me. Yeah, look when I'm feeling in the mood to like pump myself up, I have the Tiger Star. I feel like I want to listen to one. Yeah, of her this is good. It does it does like light makes a me fire feel a like bit. I want to kick ass and take names. Yeah, this is the kind of podcast that I would listen to when I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, because this, this is definitely kind of like yes, thank you for. Thank you for doing, yeah. saying what needs to be said. Yes, I'm feeling my rage through you. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely. Okay, well, that's that's us done. Those are the three podcasts we recommended last week. Uh, just to uh, back announce what we recommended this week. Our This week, our theme was escapism. Liz recommended... Wooden overcoats. And Nick recommended... From now. And I recommended extremities. If you have recommendations for us, you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. Just search for Castology. Or you can go to our home on the web, but that's not canon.com forward slash Castology, where there's a form that you can fill out uh, and let us know the podcast that you're listening to that you'd like us to listen to, or if you're doing a podcast that you would like us to listen to. Uh, We guarantee that we will listen to it. We won't guarantee that we'll put it on the show, but we might if we like it. Uh, And I do know that our next theme week is a submission week, and that's just the theme. So we're going to have a few submissions coming up. Uh, and also, if you have suggestions for themes we should do, let us know. Yeah, yes. please. Because yes. we are planning out the year uh, year ahead. So uh, as much as we can, assuming the world doesn't explode. Can we have a niche? We need a niche week. Okay. We need a niche we week. We do. Sure. We do. But it needs to be well in advance because I need to research. Like Uber I will in advance because yeah. we want it out. <laughs> then we'll have a competition to see who is the nichest and also who is the shittest. <laughs> Okay. It'll be Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you said that, you were just like, and the shit is. <laughs> I looked straight yeah. at Nick. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with more podcasts for your delectation. I've been Zancy Weber here with Nick Blaker and Elizabeth Best. Keep listening to podcasts. What we do here is go back, 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 back. And we're back. And we're back with another episode of Wait, Bros- wait, 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 James, James. They might not know who we are yet. Oh right, this is a promo. Well, I'm James. And I'm Matt. And together, 
We're the Bros and Brews Podcast. We're coming at you every week with worldly discussions, an art meets life questions podcast. What three albums would you take to a deserted island? How comfortable are you with sex and sexuality? Is it ethical to have children? What actually makes a great actor? We use our personal experiences, the craft of acting, and pop culture as a springboard to discuss everything. From uncomfortable truths, demonized issues, and problems often swept under the rug. But don't worry. We have fun along the way. Come join us for our weekly chicken, and we'll see you next time. Peace! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.